What is up, everybody? It's your homeboy, Mally, from all the way out here in Cali. Tonight, we are coming to you with a very special Madden After Dark episode. But first, let me introduce a couple of guys that are with me tonight. I got the one and only Cami joining me. And then we got our special guest, Z. You guys both want to say hello to PML? Hey, what's up, PML? What's going on, everybody? Appreciate you having me on, bro. Anytime, man. We appreciate you joining us. Um, special episode, I said. That's because we are doing an end-of-the-year awards from season one sorry it's late i definitely tried to get this out earlier but i went through kind of a late process of putting together a panel of guys to vote on these and put nominees forward uh, so the way it's going to work basically is i i did a voting we did different topics i brought in 10 guys to vote on those topics and uh, suggest nominees they did that we voted on it and we're going to announce those awards tonight uh just a kind of fun little thing to appreciate and Shout out some guys that uh, did some good things during the season. So we got some awards, and I, I appreciate you guys joining me. Uh, how how you guys doing tonight, Z and uh, Cami over there? I'm drunk as fuck right now. <laughs> That's what well, I like to hear. I mean, sounds like you're in a better mood than me, man. I just lost the NFC Championship game in which I got hiking hauled every play. Every play. So Jeez. it could be better, but, you know, we're on need for speed now. So I'm doing good, man. Uh, I would have left. You... I would have quit. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's not my game, though, so. Did you? I'm but... a quitter. <laughs> I don't think so, bro. I, I don't believe this. I, I don't believe that to be fact. I think Cammy's winning Super Bowls in other leagues, you know? Oh, definitely. I, I said it before, and, well, I said it on um, the Midnight Madness show, and I'll say it again. Like, there, there's really no bad players in here. Um, it's a lot of Super Bowl winners in other leagues for sure. And, you know, you can't really take anybody lightly. So for sure. At any time. I got I got my coffee mug right here. I'm drinking out of my Raiders coffee mug. I know it's kinda crazy to be drinking out of a coffee mug at nine thirty PM for me. But um uh, after this I mean, podcast I've seen, I've seen Cook uh talk about, you know, pouring up a cup of coffee at uh ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. This is Cook so. that that's Cook's morning time. I I'm just doing it because I gotta stay up late anyways, cause after I get done with this, I'm gonna be moving on over to the homework. My classes started back up on January third, so I'm back on that grind. Man, I'm right there with you next week, man. This ain't <laughs> so I'm already knowing. I already know it. Yeah, we know that struggle. But uh I won't hold it any longer. If if you guys are ready, you guys just wanna jump right into these awards. And uh, start start off with the first one. Third thing. Cool. Uh, I, I can hop in and do the first one. So the first one that we voted on was for the upset game of the year. We had quite a few upsets out there. So uh, I'll announce the nominees for that. The nominees for upset game of the year. The first one was uh, a heartbreaking loss for the Miami Dolphins as they were knocked out of the playoffs with the CPU loss to the Patriots. Problem wasn't able to play that game. He had to play the CPU, and uh, unfortunately, it didn't go so well for him. Uh, so that's the first nominee. Uh, <laughs> I still remember that catch that the CPU had <laughs> over oh, his corner man. with abilities. Yeah. Man, I would have broke something. No, I would have broke something. <laughs> Fallen's a good win, because then he also had to put together the Christmas tree with the family after the game. <laughs> He's a good one, man. Man, he was probably he was probably the Grinch after that one. <laughs> oh, it had to be. Had to be. I was like, we're still having a fun time. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
And then the second one we got is uh, the struggling Steelers. They they weren't having the best season last season, but they were able to pull off some big wins. One of those was a 42-20 win over the Tennessee Titans and their coach, Wimmy. Uh, so that was that was uh, the second one there. That was a big win for Neff. Um, and, you know, it kind of opened up some things in the playoffs uh, race, at least. So. Not even oh, definitely a big one for Neff. It just shows that if Neff really tried his he could be, you know, an A tier team. Yeah, it's like I think I think Deloitte says it, but but you know how Deloitte says, you know, it's styles make matchups. I think that's one of those things. Like some people just like the matchup is just like always tough, or or they might give you a tough game no matter what level they're at. For sure. Um, and, you know, it was a snow game, too. And it's not like the Steelers team is a slouch. Like, so, Their defense yeah. is really good. So if you can force, you know, women to pass and uh, you can stop his pass, stop his run, you know, all he really has is defense there, I guess. And his defense is insane. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, put up 60 on me. <laughs> Moving on to number three, uh, we have... The Chicago Bears running their fellow division mate Packers quest for 17-0 with a 42-35 victory. Um, Bears was outside of the, the playoffs last season, but at the time they were still trying to make a push for a wild card and they pulled off the upset victory to give the Packers their only loss for the season last year besides uh, you know, I, postseason. I actually forgot that even happened. Yeah, for Season one seemed like it took forever and it there were a lot of different things that uh, <laughs> that made a difference last year. That's crazy. I completely forgot about that. It felt like a four months uh, season, even though like we started late because of the draft. But I mean, it was like three months in a way. I think we fully ended the season around December, late December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we didn't start till October, but everybody yeah. had Madden since like September. So it was yeah, just, God. Yeah, no, for sure. That was a big one. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun to go back and see some of these older matchups because even I mean we're on to season two now and we're getting this out a little bit late, so we've already kind of had some classic matchups. So like it's easy to forget those ones from last year, but uh, kind of retracing them, it's it's kind of fun to relive it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to number four of the nominees for this one, we got the Browns with a shocking victory over K Mac and his Broncos. With a fifty-five to uh, the fifty-two victory in a shootout, uh, that that was a crazy game. I know that was like, that was kind of everybody was going crazy. K Mac had put out his video. He just had his video where A Rod and they had the chat beef and the whole thing. So uh, someone was looking for a PML to show out and uh, show that we had some competition. And the guy with the not so good record stepped up and did it for us. So I'm a real. I did was... not watch that game, bro. You missed. What was like? I, I felt like there was a point in time where HG was like, you know what? I don't even want to win this game. You know, he wasn't yeah. running the ball and everything, and then it kind of went back and forth. It was crazy. That was a crazy game for sure. Um, I didn't but, watch it. The only reason why is because HD kept asking in the chat, "When are you gonna post the video? <laughs> when are you gonna post the video?" So after that, I was like, I'm, "Shit!" <laughs> like I'm not watching this. <laughs> you <ruined it> for <laughs> me. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a uh, part of HD's win streak because I think he had beaten me the week before, and then um, yeah, he played K Mac so and beat him. So yeah, that was a that was a good win for him. 
Yeah, spoiler alert that the Browns Chargers game might later on make this list. <laughs> oh, hey man, I, I don't I don't know how many people watched that joint because I I was lagging up and down the field the entire first drive, so oh, I think I had it? to cut the stream. Uh, yeah, I, I had to cut the stream, and I don't know if he streamed or not, so I don't think many people saw that game. Thankfully, because it was horrendous. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It's one of those days, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> But first, we'll get to number five. Number five, we have uh, this one you got to take with a grain of salt. I played in this game. Uh, Buccaneers step up, and they get a 35-3 to victory over the Buffalo Bills. The grain of salt you got to take this with is Josh Allen was suspended, and we were uh, playing against uh, Mitchell Trubisky-led Bills. So still a little bit of a shocker because no one expected me to beat the Bills, especially by that large of a margin. But uh, But definitely, he was definitely... Not at his best in that game, uh, roster wise. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen was Diggs out there. Diggs was out everybody there. Everybody was, was out, out there, there, but everybody was out there, but Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, not, correct. Ah, uh, yeah, no, nah, he can't. Nah, he don't have an excuse for that one. Mitchell, uh, uh, the way the all the all the bad QBs we had hooping last year, he doesn't have an excuse for that one. I remember I was mad about that game because the week before I had to play Josh Allen, and then the next week I find out he's suspended. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> you can you can give me the suspended Josh Allen, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, yeah, that was a nice upset. That was a good win, Melly. That was a good For win. Sure. I watched that. You, I felt like I was like I, I don't know what it was. I usually don't play defense that well. Something just happened where I was locked in. I don't know what happened, bro. But <laughs> we'll, well take it. When we'll the uh, it. when the uh, AFC West plays the. Uh, NFC South next season. Please, you know, forget how to play defense again. <laughs> we'll greatly appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I, I forget often. So. <laughs> hey, man, I, we're coming in there to – I don't know who your quarterback is right now, but we're taking his ACL, Cammy. So I'm just, I just hope you're ready. Like, we're I'm not – no, we're leaving here with – I'm leaving here with something. We can lose the game, but I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have two quarterbacks at that game. Don't worry about injuries. It's not going to happen. <laughs> The aforementioned Browns-Chargers game makes the list at number six, and the nominees, uh, Browns got a, Browns run through the Chargers at a 52-34 victory, and I say run through because I saw that it looks like his running backs went pretty crazy that game. <laughs> I, I know yeah. I know you were saying not a lot of people saw it. I, I didn't see that one. I just I know everybody was shocked to see that he won that game. We're not going to get into it, but you know, HD... <laughs> You're 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 an interesting guy, man. You know, no stream and you know, two, three, fourth downs. You know, no coach's choice. You know, it's an interesting guy. But nah, that's not why I lost the game. He he played really well. Um, it was a great win for him. Uh, kind of sad that he didn't keep the momentum after the K back win. But you know, hey. Yeah, man. It, HD is often one of those guys that he's like, if he's on, he's on. But if he's off, he's really off. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, he was definitely on that game. <laughs> Moving on to number seven, this one kind of like this one's almost like a double upset because the Steelers secure shit talking rights over Papa Greeny and his Chiefs with a thirty nine eighteen victory, and then he went on after that to get him booted out of the league. So, or uh, not, that... not booted out of the league, put to the coaching carousel, put to the coaching carousel. So he kind of got a double upset right that there. That for me was probably that's my upset of the year because it affected so many playoff standings. Because, um, you know, that's the game that Greeny couldn't afford to lose, per se. And Neff pulling that one out just kind of opened the door for a couple teams in the wild card. 
I mean, even though, you know, things didn't end up that way, but uh, it just kind of prevented him from locking up that one, that seed. So that's crazy. Yeah, that definitely, Neff pulled off some big wins and that was definitely a shocker. Uh, but we can go ahead and announce the winners. We had those 10 guys voting on it. And I, I was pro- I'm probably with you. I probably would have voted that just for those reasons. I, I would have voted that as mine. But the actual winner that our 10 guys voted in is the Patriots CPU getting that win over Dolphins to knock them out of the playoffs. <laughs> so <laughs> so the CPU, uh, I'm going to have to find out. JT is going to have to code it in for you to get your award. He's going to have to talk to his robots and we'll get you a trophy somehow. But, but you won that upset of the year. I got you falling. I don't know if you're listening to this or not, but I got you. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy one. I I could definitely. I think the reason why that one probably won is just because it literally took. A, it was like the last game that it mattered. A lot of people were watching it because they're like, you know, Dolphins got to win to get in, and then it just messed up everything for the playoffs <laughs> and led to a whole ordeal to where we had a guy who couldn't play in the playoffs and all this all this wildness. So I think maybe that's why that one won. Maybe. Man, if I'm falling, I don't want that shit added. Don't get that shit added. <laughs> I don't want that. Nah, that's gonna. He's gonna hate. He's gonna hate that game for the rest of the cycle. For the rest of the cycle, he's the man literally had the freest way to the playoffs. He probably could have took a sim to win it. I'm I'm glad he didn't take a sim win just because it's like you know it, he wouldn't play the CPU. A lot of people wouldn't do that. He, he had the um, honor to do it. But- Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would have tried to quit that game. <laughs> My power went out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you guys, but I can't play the rest of the night. And I'm I gotta go home. Uh, I gotta go do some shit right now. I gotta go put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> My house got struck by lightning. The whole house is burning down. My cable went out. Just do fair sim. <laughs> Just fair sim. But uh, moving on to the next one, uh, we got we got best ongoing content. Uh, Cami, you wanna you wanna hop on and tell us the nominees for best ongoing content? Yeah, number one, we got the PML Breakfast Show with the Neff, A Rod, Hefe, and Deloitte. I, so is HD really like not on the show anymore? I haven't. Seen he comes uh, as far as I know. He comes on like Mondays, and and then he'll pop in on a random one. Like he's always there, usually Mondays. But he's not like an everyday guy anymore, I guess. Okay, okay. So he really did get kicked off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they he, mended I think that. He got bridge. fired on his day off too. Like he was out. <laughs> I think he was out. <laughs> I think he was out sick, and they just kicked him off the show. They got to get fired from content. <laughs> like, no, nah, we don't want you no more. Yo, those guys really do let Nev just hold the shit out of him on that. <laughs> <laughs> but the weird thing is, like, every time I look at like one at work morning and i look in like PML. i always see hd and like the call with neff after the show yeah i mean honestly sometimes the after uh after show content is um better than what was on the actual show like it, it can get <laughs> really, really cool sometimes yeah really not record them. Just yeah record i don't know them. why they don't yeah it can yeah. it gets real yeah, it gets real cool in there. Because yeah, like if they did, we would have been able to hear uh, Bubba say, you don't have a team. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did that. was that. great. That was great. Yeah, there was some great moments after that. But, but you know, we know why the PML show made it. They uh, One of the most consistent 
content yeah. in in the league. They come to us every morning, Monday through Friday, and give us all the league news. So, so definitely gotta appreciate them oh, yeah, for they that. Do a job. And then sure. I, I mean, like you could say, like they really did pioneer everyone doing content more often. Everyone saw them getting so much fun. But uh, at number two, we got, we got the Cookie Boy YouTube series. That series, you know, Cookie Boy, keep posting them. Because, you know, I'm just I'm glad I'm not, uh, I'm just glad I don't show up on there twice a year anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Dude, I'm it, just glad I've only shown up twice on there my entire Because <laughs> it was at some point, like, I, I, th- I played Cook 12 times last cycle. And yeah, it's just not. And I've already played him twice this cycle. I mean, Cook. I don't know if you're listening or not, but I feel like we're by by default we're unofficial PML rivals now. So. <laughs> did you did you any did you get any uh, nicknames from his comment section like all day? Uh, nah, thankfully no, because they haven't been good. <laughs> sweaty, <laughs> sweaty bears guy, and yeah, I'm good on that. I don't think I need that as part of my life, but. Look, man, unofficial rivals, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we definitely see how much influence that series has on the league because can't say how many countless applications we've had come through through that bot that says they're from, you know, uh, recommended from Cookie Boy series or whatever. <laughs> so definitely a lot of influence on that series. And then uh, sure. at number three, we got the King Mac YouTube series. You know, I haven't watched all of it but i has he finished season one yet or is he still on season no he's kind of uh what he did was he had to take a break because his his whole like streaming thing got messed up and so he did an episode recently where he did like four games at once and i think he's gonna keep like doing highlights of like a few games at a time until he gets caught up and then and then he's gonna start doing you know regular live commentary I think he's working on getting caught up, but uh, he's 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 really good at making storylines. Like he brought up the whole uh, K Max scheduling situation. He always brings like you know he'll put the Discord chat in there and make like a storyline for the game. So it, it's pretty good content. Some of it, it's pretty funny too. I was I was laughing at some of the A Rod stuff, and he did a little bit of that in the uh, in the following episode where he said you know they called the sim police on me, and he's got like a, a <laughs> thumbnail with the, like a, a fat cop with like the sirens and shit like that so good stuff good that, stuff that's that's good i gotta watch that yeah it's, it's pretty good uh at four we got the problem right youtube series you know i've watched his streams i like his streams when he's not playing music he's at you know he's talking but um yeah number four we got problem right yeah, and I, I, I got to look because I don't know if he continued with that. I know he had like four episodes. And yeah, then... he started and then um, I think he stopped after the third week. I ho- I'm hoping he picks it back up because, um, you know, I did enjoy the commentary um, over it. But we'll see what happens. Maybe he's, you know, just kind of got busy with Madden tournament season or something. And, yeah. Um, I wonder <laughs> I wonder if he knows how to upload his content or at least spend it on like attributes. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope he doesn't because, man, he doesn't need no more help. I don't need no more help. I don't think he don't need no more help. I hope he doesn't click a single dev story this year. I hope he doesn't do the attribute upgrades. Nothing. None of that. No more help. 
Oh, man. <laughs> At number five, we got, you know, the beloved sports book for the gamblers, uh, created by A-Rod. I love this. You know, until I lose content points, but, you know, when I win content points, I lose. You know, it's a great way to earn points without uh, having to make content. Yeah, I, I like the sports book. Um, I'm, I'm glad A-Rod brought that to the league. Um, you know, it just kind of adds a little flavor to the weekly matchups, like especially the game of the week. So, like when you find out your game of the week, like, you know, it's a little bit of added pressure, man. Like, because um, <laughs> especially when people start betting against you, yeah. it's like, man, like, like, dang, bro, I thought we were cool. Like, that's crazy. I got, I got a question, Z. If uh, all your division rivals, you know, your opponents in your division, if they all bet uh-huh. on you, right? Do you ever think Do about, I lose? maybe should I lose this game? Make them lose content points. Or should I win them? Content now, points, you know? <laughs> now, if I felt that, you know, I had a, uh, excuse me, sorry. Uh, if I had a timeshare into the playoffs, you know, like, <laughs> like in the NFC West or yeah. what what was recently the AFC North, you know, I, I would be fine. You know, like, hey, if you guys, let's go ahead and cost you your content points. But no, nah, I can't afford to lose any games on purpose. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I don't think that would be a part of my plan. So it's kind of like a, a win-lose. You win the game, but you give your division rivals content points. Come to the conclusion that Deloitte is going to have a cousin <laughs> yeah, yeah, content yeah, points yeah. regardless. So, sure. you know, I, I feel like, I feel like you know, this season is for the, uh, <laughs> it's for the quarterback. It's the year of the quarterback, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's trying to figure out who's going to work for him. None of them are going to end up working for him. He's going to take the best one in the draft this year, if the trend continues. So no, I, we'll think he, I think I think he's going to keep that quarterback. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah. um, I kind of I, I was oh, going to say I kind of stay away from the store, sports book because I I don't want to lose my points. I don't like throwing out points, but yeah, you know, I've definitely been a part of that. Like. I remember last cycle I was in a bet and everyone voted against me and I did end up losing, but I, I scored at the last minute <laughs> to to uh to, to mess co- it up <laughs> to cover to cover the spread, <laughs> and then I just remember getting in general chat and saying fuck your points and then log- <laughs> and then logging off for the night. <laughs> so at uh, number six we got the rolling out the pocket podcast. Great podcast hosted by Goose. You know, Z, you're on it. Mike's on it, too. Great podcast. I love listening to it. You know, very well edited. I just wish, uh, you know, we could be a little bit more consistent. But, um, you know, it's stuff that sometimes ends up out of our control. Yeah. So, yeah. Different but, schedules, you know. It's mm-hmm. hard, to, hard to match up. For, for sure. sure. But, you know, hopefully uh, in the future we can bring that to you guys again. But it's definitely, been a, definitely it's, a lot of fun to do it. It's been a staple in PML for a long time, regardless. And you guys still got in like what uh, three, four episodes last last season. Yeah, we managed to, um, and you know we have more plans to try to get some stuff out. Uh, specifically when you know when the merging system really kicks in the swing, but hopefully we'll be able to get that stuff out to you guys. Um, but you know, it's definitely fun to do. Look forward to it, man. Great podcast. Appreciate it. <laughs> I love that podcast. And then at number seven, we got the weekly predictions with Q and Wimmy Z. You're on there a lot, so you should be added to that list too. Um, I love the weekly predictions. I love the you know the added uh, guests. You know, like when Kim Key went on there, 
Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that original was... of him saying that was yeah. the original of him saying talking about Bubba and Hype Mike. <laughs> yeah, that was that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> you know, rolling out the pocket I mean I mean not the uh, the, the weekly edition is always a good episode. There's always some funny stuff on there, you know. And I wish he was cute, Brit man, uh oh, needs yeah. to be more it, it's always a good time. It's always Q, a good time. Yeah. If Q is more consistent with it, you know, I'd love it even more. Yeah, last season they last season they, they, they were pretty consistent with it for a good bit. Kind of fell off towards the end. But uh but definitely I'm hoping they come back strong. I know Q's been a little bit sick, right? So Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully once everybody's I, I, healthy and everything, it it'll come back strong. Yeah, I do wanna say make sure y'all I do want to say, make sure y'all check in on people, man, because, like, right yeah. now, it's, like, it's crazy out here. So, you never know what somebody might have going on. So, you know, just make sure you check in on people, especially people you're cool with. Yeah. Like, you never know. Sure. But, yeah. Definitely agree with that. And then at uh, number eight, we've got Deloitte's College Content. And I, I love this because, you know, when it comes to the draft time, his content helps out a lot with just kind of, like, understanding what kind of player you're looking for in the draft. He, he explains a lot, and, uh, it's just, like, you know, it's it's something that, you know, not many people do, but it's, like, definitely very needed when it comes to draft time. For sure. Um, and what I'm kind of excited for is I know that, the NCAA game is coming out soon. I don't know if it's next year, at the end of the middle of this year, whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing how he's able to, you know, implement us actually playing the games into his content. Oh, uh, that's that's gonna that. be that's gonna be awesome. So if keep up JT, the good work, do it. That would be amazing if they JT somehow plays us to have like a side lead for college. And like, I think that I think that that is you know potentially becoming the plan. because um, yeah. I mean, because we, from what I read, maybe sixty four teams. Um, or like imagine like Car- they had like a lot of carousel people mm-hmm. be involved too. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then like just the people that wanted to participate as well, like they could. Yeah, that would be dope. That would, would be dope. Deloy definitely came in clutch for me this year because with the new scouting system, like. I, I to be honest, I didn't really pay that much attention to the college content last cycle, just because with the scouting system, I feel like as long as you had the physicals and the uh, the scouting that you could do there, I, I feel like you could pretty much find a diamond in the rough pretty easily. But I yeah. think with scouting the way it is now and only getting like certain guys scouted a good bit, like I definitely leaned on the college content when picking my guys and guys that would get devs and stuff like that. Two guys that I didn't even draft. I got them in free agency. End up going to star, and I was just like, "Bro, like, <laughs> I couldn't get, I couldn't get star for my linemen. <laughs> like, that's who I needed it for. We needed it for them. But hey, I, I definitely appreciate Deloitte's college content. I'll have to check into it more this year, um, just to kind of, you know, see what it's all about. Hopefully, influence some devs next year. Mm-hmm. And then at number nine, we got the Cookie Boys Red Zone stream. Oh man. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I love the breakfast show, but Cooks, um, Cooks Red Zone streams are great. Like, I think it's, I think it's my favorite content because you know sometimes honestly. it's, it's kind of hard to watch like a sometimes. But when Cookies, you know, commentating over it, it just makes every game interesting. No matter the score, no matter who's playing, it's just so fun to watch. 
Johnson, as we like to call him. Well, as I call him. <laughs> I'm legit surprised so, he doesn't have a, a commentating job somewhere. <laughs> I know. Honestly. Maybe you should join honestly. the WWE. I, I, he'd fit right in. <laughs> but yeah, my, my favorite part of uh, content, so honestly. And then at uh, number 10, we got Table Talk with Q. You know, I think it has like what? Uh, a couple episodes, like three episodes, maybe four. Um, haven't watched too much of it, but uh, from what I've seen of it, it's uh, it's pretty funny. I think I seen the first episode, which had Wimmy, and I think you were on it too, Z. Yeah. So it, it, when he when he does attribute requests, yeah, he'll he'll put together a crew for a table talk, and you know normally it's pretty funny. It'll address kind of some of the more controversial stuff going on in the league. Uh, well, not necessarily controversial, but just stuff that we talk about in chat. Like, so if he did a table talk when Drama traded Russell Wilson, it would have probably been one of the funniest oh, uh, table talk episodes. But yeah, great. yeah, I feel like if if you if you if you ride with the weekly predictions, you're gonna like the table talk because it's just like kind of like almost like an extended version of that with less focus on the games. And I I got a good laugh at it. They're they're funny. Anything with Q, man, he's gonna make it funny. Some way, somehow, you will always get a laugh if Q is a part of the show. Yeah, I love Q, man. That guy's my favorite person. That guy is just hilarious. And then for the final piece of content, uh, we got the Here We Go YouTube series with uh, Neff, his Pittsburgh uh, Steelers series. I I enjoy it. I watch it, and I think it's you know it's a pretty good piece of content. You know, I feel like. Um, as PML goes on, and if people have the time, they should try to make content after us. You know, that's what my plan is. Once I can get a laptop, I got my PS5 out of my living room. But um, I love that content. Yeah, I watch it too, and I, I feel like uh, it, it's hard for those type of, like, you know, <laughs> no offense to Nev, but a lot of people want to see, like, the teams that are winning. But yeah. Neff Neff does a really good job of creating storylines to where no matter what is happening with the team, you got something interesting there. So he's really good at that, at going really in depth with the team and finding storylines. Sometimes to his detriment, <laughs> team wise, but it's it's really good for the series, and I, I enjoy it. I watch it too. Yeah, and I feel like that's added to Neff's Neff's benefit because I know a lot of people when they're watching franchises on YouTube, they like to see a rebuild. They like to see you know you start off losing, but you can end up winning. Now, I won't say that maybe Neff will end up in the winning part. Yes. But, you know, his YouTube series is very... It, it's, it's a little, like, the Rebuild series isn't, like, it, it, it's, like, hard to pull off in a league like this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, kudos to Neff. I haven't checked it out, per se, myself, but I know that it's probably some pretty good content. And he's he uh sticks to his scenarios. <laughs> you know, sometimes going against better judgment, and I, I, I can respect that. Can definitely respect that. Mm-hmm. And for the winner of the best ongoing ongoing content is Cookie Boy's Red Zone Stream, which I fucking hey. love. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. For, that, uh, that's I, what I, I, I personally would have went with yeah. that. I think that was. Yeah. I, I would, that's yeah. what I would have went to. It's that's hard. It's hard because there's so much good stuff the, in PML uh, content wise. 
Like, there's yeah. some guys that even missed out that should have been on here. Like, Talking PML should have been on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of did nominations, and we picked a limited amount, so some guys missed out. But but shout out to, like, Talking PML. They do a great job. But Cookie Boy's Red's on stream, man. He's, he's definitely... He'll sit there for hours. I mean, he sat through... Yeah. He set through that mole game uh, where uh, he was playing KMFO and he had to, he had problems with his kid waking up and he yeah, literally sat like there and kept hours. it going for like two really? hours inter- through yeah, a two hour intermission. Crazy. Him yeah, and Wimmy went through like the whole league on like my Like that's, that's crazy. I didn't know that. That's, that's dedication awesome. beyond man. So uh, it's it's crazy to see how, how much uh, content has evolved. I mean, like you guys remember back in team content. But- not that major back then and like oh yeah oh yeah yeah like yeah. usually it was it's, just like natural doing content. man the way the league has grown over the past three years is just something it's it, it's crazy like because yeah we were all there like you know yeah. when it was just it was walking the park <laughs> yeah <The valley. laughs> you didn't yeah. have you like uh, content was option Pretty much, hey, like you didn't. I, yeah. I had to stock 49ers team, and I don't think I did a piece of content all year. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I remember when I started out, all I did was write articles. That's all I did, yeah. <laughs> like team articles or something. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Cookie, man. Best ongoing content, man. And uh, the, the next piece kind of a little bit follows into that same vein. But instead of ongoing content, it's just like a single content piece that stood out, you know, amongst because, you know, we have our episodes and, you know, you have live streams that pop up with different users that it's just like a standout above the rest. So we also have this next one. It's uh, the best single piece of content. And uh, Z, you want to you mind hopping in and giving us uh, the nominees on that one? Yeah, so um, first up, you know, we have uh, Kiran joining Rolling Out of the Pocket for... um, Kind of just, you know, background information on him and just getting him involved with his first, you know, on-air piece of content. Um, I don't remember exactly what we talked about, but I do remember it being a pretty good episode. Um, And, yeah, it it was definitely a lot of fun to do. I don't know if you guys uh, checked that out or not. Yeah, I definitely saw that one. That was a good piece. Yeah, I saw that too. And King Karan, he's kind of like, he's he's a little bit like, reminds me of Q a little bit, how he kind of made, he can make anything funny. Like anything he hops sure. on, he can make it funny. He's 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 got jokes. For sure, for sure. And then um, you know, following that we have the uh Super Bowl Red Zone stream, um, where I gave Cook his uh commentating nickname, because uh, that last the last two minutes of that stream were absolutely ridiculous. Um in Super Bowl Red Zone stream, it, it was me, Cook, uh and um King Mike. I was a it was a great stream. Did you guys check that out? Yeah, I watched that whole game. That game was so good. I was at work while I was watching it. I said, fuck work. I'm watching Cookie. It just yeah. kind of like supplements it. Like Cookie's just on a different level with the commentary stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like the I, game I, itself is captivating, but yeah. then the, the the Red Zone stream just takes it to like a whole nother level. Yeah. Easily, easily. I like um, like that he had multiple guests. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think like when he gets like the perfect... Oh yeah, cause it was Greeny and somebody, and then we switched out. Yeah, that I was think crazy. Mike was too quiet in the beginning too. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was that was that was kind of dope. Yeah, that was dope. I feel um, like he should continue to do that. Like two people in the first half and two people in the second. Yeah, for sure. That's a that'd be awesome. Um, and you know, third 
<laughs> this is probably my favorite piece, one of my favorite pieces of content ever. Um, <laughs> drama bringing Bobby Wagner <laughs> to the locker room for a talk. Man. What's oh, wrong, J Ma? What's wrong, J Ma? <laughs> Bobby, we winning. We got Julio, Bobby. <laughs> get better. Come on. Did he realize Julio was Morales down bro. too? Like, yes, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. Oh, the so Pat. Hawk one. So many sound we bites, man. Two, bro. And then he took this man's visor and gave him one and cleats. Yeah, that that's that's probably my front runner for favorite. Um, yeah. And too. then, um. Inmates, uh, next up, the Inmates Running Asylum is a breakfast show, had one of their largest live podcast stage episodes. Do you, when, what exactly, I feel like I was a part what of this. That, but I wasn't there. They actually titled it The Inmates Run the Asylum, that's why I put it that uh, way. But oh, that was, okay. that was the one where we had, where basically there was like, dude, there was like literally like 15 people in the live stage and they were just letting everybody, like anybody that wanted to jump in on the episode, they were in on that episode and it was like 15 people and it was nuts. It's actually dope. Uh, I might have to go back and watch that episode. Yeah, myself. yeah, nah, that's fire. I, I don't even know that. if I was a part of it, but that was fire. Yeah, that's fire. Um, and then last but not least, uh, K Mac and A A Rod having their schedule problem scheduling problems, and uh, K Mac's uh episode that he put on his YouTube channel, um, just basically <laughs> calling him <laughs> an angry teacher. Yeah. It, it was it was bad. It was just bad all around. That's funny um, because uh, T Bandit was in the chat, like calling out saying A Rod's like an angry scheduler, <laughs> and I didn't realize <laughs> that until I saw the chat. Like, damn, A Rod is an angry scheduler. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I, I definitely had A Rod hit me up at like eleven yeah. fifty the day before advance. Like, hey, what's yeah, up, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> gonna go to advance tomorrow, and I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do I want to be good to go to advance tomorrow? <laughs> you really want to tell him no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he asked me too, and I was like, yeah, I could go tomorrow. I was like, what time are you thinking? He didn't give me exact time, and I almost gave him shit for it. Because <laughs> he was on K Max ass. <laughs> Bruh, that was, it, was, it was bad for sure. The thumbnail um, itself on that content was just golden, though. <laughs> It was crazy, man. Uh, but you know, announcing the winner for that. All right, uh, guys. We have Drama Man with his Bobby Wagner locker room talk, and I think it's well deserving. Um, I feel like that's a top five PML content piece of all time, and definitely went in his top three works. So, yeah, you yeah, guys, any yeah. thoughts on that? I'm right there with you. I think that's like a top three PML piece of all time. Like I was dying laughing. Like Drama Man has such funny uh, streams that like. I'll even show my girlfriend, like, hey, check this shit out. Like, <laughs> I literally show all my friends. It's like, it's like I don't know. It's, some, it's a once-in-a-lifetime. Universal humor, and it's yeah. all, like, the fact that it's all improv, like, he doesn't, like, yeah. practice this beforehand. He just goes live, and it just, it it's just happens. Though. It just takes it to, it takes it to another level. Yeah, definitely. That that's a well deserved. So Dr Drama Man gets the the best individual content piece there. Very well deserved with that hilarious Bobby Wagner stream. Uh, infamous, infamous man. And uh, the, For sure. the next one we got coming up, we got the most improved coach of the season. And uh, if Cami, if you don't mind doing the nominations one more time, I actually I gotta step away real quick, and I'll be right back. If you guys want to go through it, and I'll be I'll be right back. Sure, we'll take care. Sure. Okay. 
Most improved? Okay, so we got Fallen at number one, despite, you know, missing the playoffs, losing to the CPU. He performed pretty good in a tough division. Uh, in the beginning half of the season, I wouldn't say too tough, but then Problem joined, and Problem was, you know, he was playing pretty tough throughout, you know, the rest of the season. So, give that up uh, to him. I mean, after, you know, what he did to Wumbo week one, I was like, oh, God, this is going to just be a Bubba and Wumbo fight for, yeah. I mean, Bubba and uh, Fallen fight to the finish. Um, but, you know, uh, your problem came in, and, you know, that doesn't doesn't make anything easy when you have, you know, one of the best Madden players, if not the best Madden player ever, um, on in your division, you know, just kind of just making it happen with, Doc Patriots, no improvements, no training, nothing, just vibes. So yeah, uh, you know, I think Fallen had a good season last year, and he 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 went on a little win streak too at the right time. But I know, um, a couple games there, he probably wins back. Yeah, yeah. and you also gotta think he's doing it in the AFC. Oh yeah. No AFC games for free wins. Congrats to him. At all. That was uh, you know, good season by him. For Uh, sure. At number two, we got me. I don't know how, but uh, we grabbed a wild card berth with Jameis Winston at the helm. I'm not making the playoffs once last cycle. You know, my season was whatever. You know, got blown out in the playoffs. Nothing impressive. And you made the playoffs, though, man. Yeah, uh, made, yeah made it at 8 and 9. There's six, um, what is it, 7, 14? It's like, um, do some quick math right quick. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> Okay, okay. There's um 18 teams that didn't make the playoffs last year, so you know yeah. you're one of <laughs> you're one of the 14 that did. So, yeah. so um, just blessed to be in the NFC South. Hey, I'm gonna be real, man. You had a good season. You had some, you had some good wins when you needed them, and yeah, um, you know, looking forward to see if you can keep up that momentum this year for sure. Um, are you off to a good start this year? I'm putting four, and then I got uh, JT, uh, I got JT, Brahma, uh, and uh, what's his name? The Falcons coming up for my next three, and then after that, I'm going to Mexico week. So maybe. Are oh, you going win, to Mexico? Yeah. So maybe if That's I win awesome. those, if I win those three games, I could uh, come back after two uh, CPU wins and make the playoffs. <laughs> the same CPU is probably <laughs> OP. I can't probably. even imagine. Kamara's just gonna go crazy. <laughs> and then at number three we got Neff. Um struggled overall, but you know, he had some very impressive wins. The wins that no one thought he would ever have. So I, I don't think Neff is like a D tier user. I think he's C tier anything. I think he was just using season one to get his team just. So I don't think I never thought, you know, Neff was a bad user. Um and he had some marquee wins last year. It was just kind of getting rid of some of the bad mistakes. Um, yeah. That kind of just plagued him, like bad picks, running cover one against Tyree Kill with no help over the top, like just stuff like that. And, you know, um, he's already got a big win under his schedule, I mean, under his belt this year. So I'm definitely feeling like he's going to continue to just get better as he figures out what direction he wants to take that team. Still should have took Malik Willis over Jordan Davis, but, you know, good win last week, and, you know, see if we can keep up the momentum. Yeah, hopefully. And then number four, you know, we got Hefe, who came in as a Packers. Well, after the last cycle, he struggled with the Jets. And, you know, a lot of people didn't even think he was going to get a team this cycle. So, 
the fact that he took the Packers, became active, and made the Super Bowl is very impressive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, just kind of developed his own timeshare on the breakfast show, got the Packers, and went to the Super Bowl. Like, if that's yeah. a year... If that's a year to remember, and I mean, he was literally, you know, a couple of plays away from winning a Super Bowl. Um, so, like, like, literally, like one play away, I think. Yeah, I think he actually was on like the seven. So, yeah. I mean, hey, bro, that's uh, about as impressive a turnaround as I remember. So, uh, shout out to Hefe, man, he had a good year. Yeah, and the winner for that is uh, Hefe. Most improved coach of the season. I completely agree with that. You know, I don't think anyone had a better turnaround season like that in like I don't know maybe PML history. Like, uh, he never made the playoffs of the Jets. Like, given he was in the division with Matt. Uh, I don't think he won seven games. Last yeah, I don't think cycle. he had a positive record. I mean, you're you're so. in purgatory with the Jets. You know? Like and then you got like, KMF. Like, it was KMFO, Nat, King Mike, yeah. and then Hype Mike subbed in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, think also what... he was on like, a, he was going on vacation a lot too. Like it was kind of like near the end, near close to summer too. Yep. So. Yep. So, you know, shout out to, uh, shout out to Hefe, man. Yeah. That was a great season, Hefe. Yeah. Shout out Hefe. Sorry. I just got back, fellas. Uh, definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely well deserved, man. Big turnaround with the Packers. He was, I mean, he was right sure. there, right there, and gave Mo a super close game in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, he turned as far as you can turn it around. He almost did it, minus the victory in the Super Bowl. Sure, sure. But next up, we got the game of the year coming, and uh, I'll go ahead and I'll jump on that one, and I will go ahead and give the nominations for game of the year. A lot of these, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I relied on the 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 10 guys to nominate some games because a lot of these games, I mean, I just can't keep up with every game. So wanted to make sure that some good games got in there. Uh, so I had them nominate some, put them forward for us to vote on. And uh, starting off the first one, we had a matchup between Hype Mike versus Q in week seven. Uh, I did not that catch. That was a good game. Was that it? was a good game now that I think about it. Yeah, I think Q threw a pick in the red zone closer to the end of the game. I feel like they were both undefeated, too. Um, I don't know if Hype Mike had already played uh, FA or not, though. But I feel like they were either they were both undefeated or uh, one no, loss. Or no, like it was re- a really good game. Though. Remember, because Hype Mike had, uh, like, for some reason, he started off with two. Like, I think last year he started off oh, with the Boston oh, 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 49ers. Oh, beat him. Ant beat him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I take that back. I take that back. And then yeah. he kind of, for some reason, he turned it around once he switched from, like, a 70 overall quarterback to a 50, 56 overall Trace McSorley. Yeah, I don't I have no idea. He was, <laughs> no he was idea. like, on a, ever since he switched to Trace McSorley, he was definitely on a large win streak after that, though. For going sure, into that sure. game with Q. Yeah, it was a good game, too. I definitely remember watching the end of it. Yeah, I, I wish I would have seen that one because I know that would have been a good matchup. Unfortunately, I, I can't speak too much on it, but obviously uh, it got nominated, so it must have been a great game. I've got to go back and watch some of these uh, just for just to see. But going into number two, uh, we have, of course, the previously spoken on HD versus KMAC in, uh, shootout in week seven. That was the one we had uh, also previously been put up for the upset, and that actually won the upset of the game of the year. So, Or actually, no, it didn't. No, it was Patriots CPU. My bad. I'm speaking out of my ass, but it was a nominee. <laughs> but it also <laughs> also in contention for game of the year. Uh, obviously, a lot of people liked that. I had a lot of hype around that game going into it. K-Mac was on fire, 
and HD come out and kind of extinguish that a little bit in a shootout. Yeah. It was a good game, man. Uh, definitely a good game. Um, uh, it's about unsim as it can get, but, I mean, <laughs> it just kind of turned out to be that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a good game nonetheless. Yeah, it was definitely exciting. Uh, they they both took the approach of they're just going to air it out. And that's just, you know, that's just a style matchup. Two guys that are, are willing to go out there and do that. And it makes it makes for a pretty exciting game. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, for a second, you know, we, we thought HD had the code cracked to uh, KMAC. And, you know, it's just uh, it's very interesting. It was a very good game. Mm-hmm. And then the third game we got is uh, Problem Right coming in as the Patriots and taking on uh, Z Star. Uh, Z Star, you were in this game, so of course you could speak on it. How was how was that game go? Bruh, shit was crazy. Cause it's like, cause like, so Wumbo. I thought I was playing Wumbo. I was coming. I was coming out of the bye week. I was like, okay, like I'm gonna get back on track. I'm about to play Wumbo. Everything's gonna be cool. Um, and then you know Wumbo bows out. And JT makes the announcement. I'm like, shit, okay, like, problem. Like, I've heard of problem before, but, you know, when you do your research, it's like, okay, like, yeah. And then you've never, I've never seen him play before. And then on top of that, A-Rod went ahead and made it the game of the week, too. So it was just like, okay, like, I'm sitting at two and five, or two and four, and I got, this is a must win. <laughs> so here we go. But it was a lot of fun. The game was a lot of fun. Um, It's probably the best I've, best I played this cycle. Well, it was the best game I played last season, at least offensively. So, what, what did the score end up being in that game? He won by three points. Three points. Four crazy. points. Four points. Mac Jones touchdown at the end of the game with like five seconds left. Wow. Dang, dang. I think I vaguely remember watching that. I, I don't think I caught the end, but I think I caught some of it in the beginning, and just remember thinking like, man, this is two good coaches right here. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a truth man for sure. Like that's not like all that. It's not just hype. Like you have to be extremely dis- disciplined. But yeah, this is a he fun play, game for he sure. He plays very sim too for someone. Yeah, very sim. It's kind of crazy. So yeah. Yeah, he's came in. He's embraced it. That's been cool. Which um, is crazy because he has no clue how to use franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody teaching me there. I know some of you guys like to help out, but let's keep it that way. You know, just gonna <laughs> just let it do what it do, man. Moving on to number four, we got uh, Jack and the Ravens versus Fallen and the Dolphins in a Week Ten matchup. Uh, this was the one where uh, Jack had like a crazy comeback, right? Like Fallen kind of yeah. blew a huge yeah, lead. Yeah, Fallen was up twenty-one and literally just threw the game away with two. Just threw it away. Um, I, re- I remember the sports book. Everyone bet Jack they could win like what twenty points from that game or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I can't believe you won. Yeah, it was it was crazy to watch. Um, you know, and I know that that's probably one of the games that Fallen uh, regrets losing last year because it kind of kind of put him behind the eight ball for the playoffs. So yeah for sure you still got to give shout out to jack though because i mean even if someone throws it away a little bit like when they have a lead like that you still have to capitalize on what they give you and sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to do that so uh he fought back he fought back down big and uh i think that's what made this game so exciting for everybody to put it on game of the year 
Yeah, Josh sure. is definitely a good user. Yeah, agree. Uh, the fifth one is Bubba versus Mole in week 11. Do either I did of you... not get the opportunity to watch this get that watch that game. Yeah, I, didn't know um, what, I, I didn't forgot know. what happened, but I just didn't get the chance to watch it. But I do remember. I do remember. I heard that it was a good game. Yeah, um, that I'm kind of in the same position. I can't really speak on it too much because I rem- it got nominated and I look back at the scoreboard and I remember thinking, oh yeah, I remember you talking about this game, but I didn't. I didn't see it myself. Yeah, I never. I did not get to see that. But, I, heard uh, it was, I heard it was a good one for sure, though. Yeah, yeah. Had to be. Had to be. Um, and then number six, we got the Ravens uh, and Jack versus uh, with me and the Titans in the wild card round of the AFC. For the AFC. So with me and Jack? Yeah, with me and Jack in wild card round. That was a good game. Yeah, I re- uh, Oh, okay. I remember now. I remember now. Yeah, that was a good game. When we had to drive down the field at the end of the game to win it. Yeah, yeah that was a good game. It was game. a really good, game. good game. Yeah, I think I think that ending is all that I saw. I don't think I saw anything else at the game besides besides that draw. But I remember thinking that was crazy. Like with me. Yeah, it was definitely a crazy game for sure. For sure. Shout out to them. Uh, number seven, I definitely watched this game. It was the NFC Conference Championship between uh, Hefe and Q. Packers yeah. versus the Rams. Uh, that that was a good one. Uh, you you kind of touched on it a little bit before, Z. Uh, I, I did enjoy that game. It was a close one. It was a really good game besides all the play action. Yeah, <laughs> if there wasn't as much play action, it was definitely one of the better games of the year. Um yeah. And it was a play action, and it was the fact that it was a snow game. Just kind of took away from it a little bit. I feel like it could have been a lot more high scoring than it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, those weather games just like hinder a lot of a lot of things that could. They they really take the soul out of your court. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah, Hefe had to. Adams. Hefe had to fight back in that one, if I remember correctly, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Q was he Q back. was up early. I think he lost some momentum by back. throwing an interception. Yep, he threw a pick six. Oh yeah, yep. Throw. Threw it yeah. right to Jair Alexander. Yeah, yeah. And then that literally yeah. took all the momentum. Literally all of it. Yeah, I remember yep. that. That was a good game. Uh, but moving on to number eight was actually our Super Bowl from that season, which was. Mole versus Hefe, which was another good one. Um, I I didn't get to watch this one live, but I did go back and watch it, and it was a really good matchup. Yeah, personally, this was my Agreed. favorite game of the season. Agreed. Um, I don't think there was a better game than this. It just like it was like complete sim. It didn't feel cheesy. It didn't feel like people were sweaty. It just felt like a really good game of. Agree with you, hundred percent. Um. You know, it came down to it really was everything you needed. Like you had the great cook commentary, you had great in game play mm-hmm. and it was a good game throughout. Like it, it was really um it really could have gone either way. Yeah. And then like what, like even the post game with Mole after, like he, he kinda just was like, Man, this was a great game. And it was. It was definitely one of yeah. the better games of the year. Yeah, Hefe was in like the lead. Most of the game, the ball came back, took the lead, and then Hefe had almost the game-winning drive. Jonathan Taylor got hurt. 
Yeah, Jonathan Taylor guy. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, like it's just it had everything you need in the Super Bowl game. You know, like in like past Super Bowls, you like we used to have like blowouts. I don't think I think this might have been like one of the best Super Bowls in PML. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was this was a, I'm right there with you guys. I probably would have picked this one if it was just you know decision up to me, but instead I got to go to this envelope. You know, just picture I'm opening this envelope. I'm pulling out the <laughs> card, <laughs> and the winner we actually got is uh, HD versus K Mac in Week Seven was the winner of that one. I I'm guess not a, I'm uh, not a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel you. I think uh, in voting, you know, we had ten people voting on it. I think uh, they they just. I guess they like the excitement of the shootout, you know, just the back and forth shootout. Uh, even though you know it wasn't the most tactical, <laughs> it was just a straight shootout. Uh, but but I could see how people think that's exciting, and it was a, a definitely impressive win for HD either way. Sure. So shout out to HD and K Mac for putting on the game of the year in week seven. Uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, this this one I know Z's familiar with because we got we wanted to bring in and give a meme king you know some someone who comes in the chat and comes with the best memes and stuff like that so uh, Cammy you want to announce the the nominees for the meme king of PML? I mean at number one we got our boy Z Star no probably the best memes in the entire league I think he was the original meme creator for. <laughs> when it comes to meme, he's like literally the definition of this motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> right, look, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort that go. Well, I wouldn't say it's a lot of effort, but you guys give me the opportunity to create some pretty funny stuff. So yeah. um, I definitely appreciate that. I'm like, this dude must have folders because he has something for everything. So bro. I have. A, okay, so right now I have. Uh, I have. 202 gifts saved, right? Just, just sitting in the folder. Yeah, I, don't, I just Twitter, thanks. Um, and videos, it's like 265. But it's a multitude of things, but just in general. So, yeah. This man's, this man's going through Twitter like this. That's for PML. <laughs> Do you have, like, is there is there from last season, is there a meme you could think of that was, like, your stand-up meme of the season? The uh, Stefan Gilmore joint, bro. Uh, I had so much fun making my, that the dev regression one. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> one was the uh, the coffin one with Matt left. Oh, bro! Yeah, everyone <laughs> yeah. No, nah, that was that was there were man. Y'all just give me so much. It's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. It's truly a lot of fun to do them. Uh, but yeah, there's some other people that make good ones too, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm and not going to get into the list, but definitely some guys that make some good ones as well. Yeah, and number two, we got, uh, that's JT. JT? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> the commission. I'm too drunk right now. We got, JT. <laughs> we got JT, you know. you know, JT's a funny guy. He'll catch you like when it's... Bruh, JT oh, has... Oh, the offseason, man. The guy Bro, comes did you... The one with the robot just like... Yeah. In the tr- survival course, just like trying uh, to jump it full effort and just crashing and in his head was hilarious. I know. Yeah, JC's a sneaky one, man. He's and he'll, definitely a sneaky one. Yeah, he'll troll he, you like in like the most yeah. subtle ways. Like he'll hit you like you know with with screenshots from the game of your quarterback looking goofy as fuck getting sacked, <laughs> or he'll like you know mute someone for no reason and put like a funny uh, ass yeah. message in the mute and then yeah. <laughs> and then Usually just hit you with the funny ass meme. 
or HD, yeah. It's always net for HD. And then the uh the field goal um that oh. Neff missed against them. Like he <laughs> he put it he marked it as a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, JT right, yeah, no, is definitely JT is definitely up there. And then at uh, number three, we got HD. coming. HD's in. got some funny stuff too. He's, he's, when it hit, got, when it hits, it hits. Yeah, he got he got some Photoshop uh, material. Usually, of oh yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely the top. <laughs> I remember, he's I remember him. Photoshop he had that. that one uh, last season, Drama Man with the clown mask on. Over the, I think it was the tight end or something like that. And he's got he uh, did the, Q with that he did pink DK cowboy Metcalf suit. Metcalf one. Yeah, he did he the did DK the, Metcalf one with drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got some good ones. Q with the pink For cowboy sure. suit. And, and then I on a midget. Yeah. Or a little, little person. Sorry. Yeah, that, that, that made me laugh. And then at number four, we got DK, who, you know, he came in. He's a great member of the league already. I, I think he's awesome for me. Yeah, he jumped in right with the memes. He comes with the memes quite a bit. Um, he's like a Z Star Junior. You know what I mean? I don't think he's quite there yet, but he's, you know, like Z Star. You're like that motherfucker don't miss. The DK, you're like ah, uh, he, he misses sometimes. You know what I mean? The ne- the next step for DK is making his own. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like just creating them from scratch, and then you know he'll be able to take that next step. Yeah, DK is cool. You know, I feel like he messes doesn't take anything too serious either just has like that chill vibe for sure and then you know at number five we got king mike's hairline (laughs) (laughs) no i don't i'm not sure who nominated king knight because like i I don't know like i guess for dad jokes maybe probably for his hairline but i mean mike is pretty (laughs) mike is funny man it it, it might be the other day Yeah, it's just like the um, it would be like random stuff. Like yeah. I think the Jill Scott thing, and he was like, yeah. you know, I spent a good two hours of my day trying to find this. <laughs> Yo, find this was it tape. wasn't it him talking about how he old chick was he? Like a... Wait, what would you say? It cut out. I think it was uh, last season. Mike was talking. About how he was down to fuck the bald chick. Uh, he might have said that. It was either him or Q. You know, it was one yeah. of them. So. <laughs> it was one of them. For sure. For sure. Mike probably Mike just threw up though. his head against her head. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but uh, the winner of Beam King, you know, it has to be our boy Z. You know, no one does it better than him. I don't think anyone will ever do it better than him. Just hope you'll be able to continue to come up with stuff. Yeah. That makes everybody laugh because, like, y'all give me some great content. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's definitely funny. It definitely makes the chat better, you know, having someone like you in it. Uh, I can't explain it to anybody, though. This is stuff that, like, you only understand <laughs> if you're in the league. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, them up. I can't go to my friends and tell them about the conversation. Yeah, like, like, oh. Yeah, man, it's part of what makes the league great, just the mm-hmm. interactions that you can have with people, and um, I definitely appreciate y'all voting for me for this, but I have a lot of fun doing it, so. Yeah, yeah. shout out to the equality stuff. I'll, I'll I'll just be looking at my phone on Discord laughing, and my girlfriend be like, what are you laughing at? What's so funny? Like, Known to would, get people in trouble with the wifey. <laughs> 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 I, just, oh, I just gotta stay out of the Premiere channel for that one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
just leave that one alone. I don't even know what goes on in there sometimes. So, you know, just leave that one alone. Well, no, I mean, JT's uh, putting other stuff in there now. So, it's mostly you're not just familiar, it's mostly you're not... you reacting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, moving on, shout out to Z on that one. Uh, for the next one, let me see because I'm losing track of my shit right here. My bad. Uh, for the next one, we got the best run stick in the league. Uh, which, uh, Z-Star, you want to go ahead and go over the nominations for best run stick in the league? So, uh, at number one, we have uh, King Mike. And if you if you played Mike last year, um, you played Antonio Gibson. And, you know, he he, made, he, was, he had Antonio Gibson looking like uh, Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh for a little while there. Um Got him the superstar, you know, X, superstar X Factor. I think he was the leading rusher last year. So uh, he's got tank and, you know, great training and all that stuff. So good luck trying to stop Antonio Gibson, man. Yeah, he was, uh, he got Antonio Gibson going. And I don't know that he's like the traditional, like, like when I think of like run stick, I think of like problem doing the crazy juke moves and the spins. But Mike's just really good at setting up his guys in the right place and following the right holes. But I mean, that still takes skill because, you know, hitting it at the right time and and making all the right moves. I called him wiggle. very patient runner. I called very him wiggle sticks runner. one time because he'll like wiggle <laughs> he'll like wiggle his guy the right angle that it'll fuck up your tackle. Very patient runner. Um, like you said, knows how to set up his blocks well, and um, it's, it's tough to bring Gibson down for sure. Um, so moving on, uh, number two, we have Wimmy. Um, I mean, if you played him with Derrick Henry, <laughs> you've experienced this. If he's not running through you, he's running by you. Um, and I mean, in the open field with receivers too, he's uh, pretty good at getting loose and making you miss so no surprise that he got nominated for this list um you guys have any thoughts on Wimmy being on the list yeah I didn't I didn't have to play Wimmy at all but I mean of course uh with Derrick Henry and I saw that he had he had a few games last season where he ran for like 300 plus yards right so you're doing something right if that's happening even if you got Derrick Henry but that's crazy I'm pretty sure it was MVP Derrick Henry too yeah 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 he did win MVP that's right yep Put some respect. I'll put some respect on his name. Um, yeah, uh, Wimmy is definitely deserving of being on this list. Um, and then, you know, next up we got uh, Mole. I mean, I don't think it would be right if he wasn't on this list. I mean, I don't think it would be right if he wasn't on. I said what I meant. Um, but he, he deserves to be on this list. Uh, definitely deserves to be on this list. Um, we've seen him make guys miss on numerous occasions, uh, and I mean. You give him a running back, he'll make it work. So, yeah. uh, running back, wide receiver, tight end, doesn't really matter. Kick returner, yeah, in the whole nine. Mole's just kind of is nasty with it. So, Yeah, um, you'll see Mole and, and, and Barrison, even the best of them, making them tackle air. So. For sure, for sure. Um, and no, number four, we got CEO. Um, you know, Zeke is his uh, – I mean, CEO loves running the ball, and, you know, he got Zeke again Not for a second Zeke. cycle. Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony oh, Pollard is a yeah. – I actually haven't uh, played – well, no, I did play CEO week two, but I know he's changed a lot since then, so you guys can probably speak on it more than I can. Uh, how is uh, his stick skill? 
I, I think hard. a seat. It's hard. It's hard to stop this. So, I was going to say, I think a CEO is kind of similar to King Mike to where he's just very patient runner. He's good at following the blocks and getting his guys in the open field. For sure. For sure. Um, and that rushing attack was second last year. I think uh, Zeke was second uh, in rushing yards. Um, it was usually top four. It was one or the But um, next up, I'm up here. Um, you know, I don't really have too much to say about that, but I am glad that um, you know, people kind of respect how I'm able to run the ball. Uh, something I've been working on, but because I didn't learn to stop and go till last year, but just trying to diversify my game because there's a lot of ballers in this league, so you gotta do what you can to keep up. Yeah, I mean, Eckler looking nice out there. For sure, I was gonna say when you think of Z, like that's kind of the two things you think of. It's just like a a strong runner who plays like super solid defense. And that's like kind of the your your signature. Not saying you can't pass, you can, but this that's kind of like the signature for Z Star. You know, you know, uh, I'm gonna go against yeah, the tough, for sure. tough running game, and he's gonna have solid defense. That's gonna make me think a lot and probably make me fuck up a lot. For sure, for sure, I appreciate that. Um, and you know, moving on, we got Q at number. Uh, we got Q next up. Uh, I definitely agree with Q being on this list. Um, I mean. He just he makes people miss in the open field, specifically with Jacob Harris. Uh, Harris was a big part of his offense last year, but now he has Cam Akers, and he doesn't have to roll Daryl Henderson out there anymore. Um, I definitely think Q's on this list for sure. Yeah, he was doing solid with not not so great of uh, talent over there. So, um, and we we saw what he could do last cycle with Saquon Barkley. So he had him looking like a complete monster. So. Oh yeah, man, I hated Saquon last year. Oh my god. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, Q's always been a good runner since the Melvin Gordon days. I'm glad he'll never have another Melvin. <laughs> right. We know better at this point. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sorry. And next up, uh, this is kind of surprising, but when I think about it, it's not a super surprising nomination. Um, A-Rod. Um, he got Michael Carter to superstar from normal, I believe. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, A-Rod's typically known for his stick skill, but if I do remember correctly, Michael Carter had, like, had several big games to open the season last year, big running games, so. I, I think he would have, he was close <laughs> to leading the season in uh, rushing yards, but he had the bench, so he didn't get suspended. Oh, yeah, I do Cause remember he was that. Because he was starting Frank Gore for a couple of yeah, yeah he, I was like, why is uh, why is <laughs> why is he why is uh Michael Carter not going up in rushing yards? And then I just realized, oh, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, he was at an insane pace before, like he had to bench him. I think, you know, once he got the dev and he knew that was secure, he's like, you know, I get, I can give him some time off now. I get this percentage back where it needs to be. But he was, he was. Uh, I didn't watch enough of his games to say how sticky he was, but he was definitely doing big things with like a uh, subpar running back for most would say i think for sure um and next up uh this is oh man these are, uh we got problem next um and i mean if you watched him play and or played him you'll know that uh he definitely belongs on this list 
Yeah, you got that go down. Man, I remember one play. I thought we had James White locked up. I whiffed on the hit stick. He gets to the second level, hits a spin move, and fakes three of my guys out, and it's off to the races for like 80 yards. It was just kind of like, damn. So, yeah, if you play a problem or if you will play a problem, just be prepared to be disciplined because whether it's just patient behind the line of scrimmage and being able to take an inside zone and not necessarily bounce it, but be able to cut back to the other side of the field and just take advantage of your bad pursuit angles. Um, yeah, he's he's legit. Um so, yeah, I, I definitely think he belongs on this list. Yeah, his For me, it's between him is, and Moore. His spin move is nuts. Wait, is that the whole list? Because you know what? I will say this. I, I feel like we're, I, I talked to uh, – we're missing. Oh, no, I have – yeah, I got one more guy, actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, uh, Greeny. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't disagree with him being on this list. Um yeah, after what he did with Jonathan Taylor last year, I believe he won two MVPs with Jonathan Taylor. And I was absolutely upset that he was able to get Mozart. So, because um, he's just great at running the football. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think he has a place on this list. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I think he went away from it a little bit more just from getting the Kansas City Chiefs and just wanting to be a little bit more yeah. pass-heavy. But, I mean, we've definitely already seen that he could have MVP-level seasons if he wants to. And once he got Mostert, the guy that he wanted, you know, you could definitely tell he was running better. Yeah. The one person I feel like that should have been on this list, um, Hype Mike. Oh, 100%. I, like, I think we talked about I this think, before. Yeah, that's what we're yeah, yeah, uh, Probably one of the most sticky, uh, just open field running. Oh, uh, yeah, and nah, I hate Mike, bruh. He pulled something out again in that game against Fallen that I've never seen before. I'm going to have to ask him how he did it because, yeah. bruh, that, it, it, he's he's ridiculous. I definitely feel like he should be on this list. Is uh, it like uh, that little, like, short juke that fucking just warps Yeah, that little left? cutback, that little cutback. It's like, uh. like he, like, stopped. It was like a stop and go, and then he ran horizontally to the left. And yeah, was, I don't right, Yeah. I just I, don't I gotta know how he does how to it. Do that. I gotta figure I out how he does it. Yeah, because like that, I, dude, he he'll do like the smallest little juke move, and then he'll just out of nowhere just go boom to the other direction. Yeah, he's definitely. Uh, he's definitely. Um, yeah, he he's definitely. Top, I think he's. I feel like he's top three, yeah. um, in the league. So yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, not but just, some... it's not even just like my kids. Yeah, nah, like not even like this. Yeah, nah, he's a, uh, he, he's he's definitely top three. He made Eckler look like just like you made Eckler. Like, but oh nah, God. him he hype Mike is legit, man. Um, but the uh, winner is voted on by our panel was a problem, <laughs> and I definitely don't disagree with this. I don't disagree with that either. Um, uh, if I had I'm to def- put him in order, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, no, you go, you go. No, you go ahead. I was just saying, if I had to put them in order, me personally, it would be problem mole and then hype Mike. But, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely, you know, haven't played problem twice. It's it, He's legit, man. Yeah, I don't legit. think I've ever seen anyone been like problem has. I got to pick up on that. I got to learn how to do that. I've never seen, like, James White look that good. That That's what was so <laughs> shocking for me. It was like, it was James White, and I was like, what? James White can do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably said James White could do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> he was mad. James White did not resign to him. Like, why would he even want to resign James White? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, did you see what I did with him, man? <laughs> God damn. 
definitely deserving there. We definitely it was definitely an oversight not getting Hype Mike on there. He should have been on that list when we were doing the nominations. I should have noticed that he wasn't nominated, and I should have got him on there because because he definitely deserves it. Uh, that cutback he did against Fallen uh, was crazy. But I don't want to overshadow Problem Right. Uh, he, super sticky, clean ass spin moves with James White. Great in the open field. Just can't give him enough credit. And uh, shout out to Problem Right for for having the best run stick in the league. Uh, this sure. this next one I'll do because I, I forgot to even I, I fucked up and I forgot to send you guys this one so I have it here, but I also did we also did the best passing user in PML. Ooh, and this was fun. this was a list. Uh, we had six guys nominated for this one. Uh, the first one was of course uh Aaron Rodgers and with El Jefe and his Packers. Aaron Rodgers threw uh for 72.6% completion rating, uh 6220 yards, 53 touchdowns, 22 interceptions and he had a QBR of 132.6. Man, uh yeah, uh I mean Jefe was a good passer this year. Um I am curious to see how he does without Gunslinger. Um because I feel like that's opened the door for him to be a little bit more aggressive with his downfield reads, but uh, not taking anything else away from him. He's definitely balled out this year, for sure. I, mean, I, guess, I guess without Ball, without ball Hawk too, that season, too. And That's true. That's true. Let me, I, I'm going to go to look at uh, Roger's stats and just see if anything's changed. I think I think he's been having inter- interception problems this season. Because I know when he played uh, Fallen, he was picked probably he still won that game. Let's see. Has he had a couple games he wasn't able to play too as well? He had two games he wasn't able to play. Uh, so compared to last year, A Rod has a five to seven touchdown to interception ratio. So yeah, and I know definitely one of those not interceptions came from the sack. Mhm. So definitely not you know where he was last year, but he's still uh based off based off season one he was definitely a premier passer last season yeah just looking at looking at what we got coming up uh, it looks like you know he didn't have the most yards but he did have the highest uh he did have the highest qbr out of any quarterback at 132.6 he was the highest uh, out of the guys in here uh but moving on to number two we had uh q with matt stafford who had a 70.8 percent completion rating 6,367 yards, 45 touchdowns, 34 interceptions, and 112.6 QBR. How many? 4,600? Sorry, what was that? How many yards was it? 6,367. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That 18 weeks, man. Jeez. He was a great passer, man. Jacob Harris, uh, Cooper Cup. I don't even know who his uh, three was. Maybe Robert Woods, but... Yeah, he, had, he was still using Deshaun Watson, too. And you know what's funny? You know, Q used to be clowned on for his passing. I just, said, pass bro, I just said... Deshaun, to... I just said Deshaun Watson, didn't I? I meant Deshaun Jackson, sorry. Bro, Q don't let me get away be, with that shit. Q used to be the worst. <laughs> One of the worst passers I have ever seen. And uh, being thrown into... Um, the AFC West. Um, well, actually, no, I take that you back. You know, because even then, because he just used them. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the Giants. Giants is when he started taking off. Um, yeah, from the improvement, has been quite substantial. So I don't, you know, I'm not yeah. mad at him being on this list at all. 
Yeah, congrats to you, Q. You really stepped the game up. Cause now you gotta worry about both those things with you. For sure. Yeah, he was one that I think he had uh out of this list, he had the most passing yards out of everybody. Um hmm. number three, uh we got Bubba and Josh Allen. Um Bubba had seventy five point two percent completion rating, five thousand two hundred and fifty five yards, forty nine touchdowns, twenty seven interceptions. And 126.7 QBR. Now, I will say this. Bubba is a great passer. You know, he has Josh Allen down to a T. That's his player. Without Josh Allen, is he the same, you know, is he the same kind of passer? Uh, well, Mally, you played him without Josh Allen. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, but like, uh, yeah. He threw without Josh Allen, he threw about six picks, I think, five or six picks. So uh, it's hard to say. I, because you know everybody has an off game, so it's hard to judge it off of one game. But I mean, he's yeah. definitely done it without Josh Allen in the past. Like, uh, didn't he have Tennessee Titans last year? And he still had solid, solid passing years with uh, the Tennessee Titans last year or last uh, yeah. cycle. Yeah, I think he had like a quiet cycle. Like, I think he made the playoffs. I think a couple of times, maybe once or twice. I will say he had out of all the quarterbacks, um, he he his QBR wasn't better than Aaron Rodgers, but he did have a better completion percentage. As he had the highest completion percentage at seventy five point two. Oh yeah, Bubba is insane with Josh Allen. That's just the, he was like uh, in PML twenty two with the yeah the, the uh, he's always been go valent. <laughs> and then uh, at number four, we have a guy who's been a hot topic in the league this season. Uh, but last season we have fallen with with Tua, and he had I'm not even gonna try the last name. Sorry, um, 68.6 percent completion percentage, 5,947 yards, 50 touchdowns, 33 interceptions, and 112.2 QBR. How do you guys feel about uh, Fallen's passing? One thing game? about Fallen, man, he's always gonna stretch the field vertically. Um, it's kind of his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, even going back to Madden 20 when he had the Broncos. Um, I think he was the original Henry Ruggs user. <laughs> so, uh, he was. Yeah. Um, no, Fallen's always been good at passing. He was good at passing when uh, I joined the league in Madden 19, and he's still good now. So um, you always typically see him at the top of the list of passers. So not yeah. no surprise here. Yeah, because you were in his division, what, like twice, I think? Because – when you first joined, he was a Seahawks, so you were in his division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won. I won both of the years I was in, yeah. but they yeah. they all came down to the last week yeah. every year. So, yep. Yeah, with Fallen, it, like like you said, he's got one of the best uh, deep passing games, and always. he has a really good run game too. When you... No, and only... he is probably the best person I have ever seen at getting devs for his players. <laughs> yeah, for like, sure. He knows how to get devs. <laughs> The only right, thing against Fallen, I would say... He knows say, how to lose them all, too. <laughs> what are you saying, Mally? The only thing against Fallen, I would say, is like if, if it's not working, he does have those games, like you guys said, with like we talked about in with Jack in the game of the week, where he was you know up 21, and he kind of he kind of threw it away, like threw him back yep. in the game. with inter- He has those games, so that's that's kind of yeah. like the only... Overall, he, he overcomes it, but he does have a few of those games here and there where he does that. For sure, um, can be a gunslinger to a fault, and uh, you know, 
hopefully he reels that in a little bit with Russell Wilson, but who knows? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see this season with the new weapon over there. Um, but moving on to number five, we got K-Mac proving that I'm just a complete bum because uh, I can't do shit with Drew Locke this season. And uh, he took Drew Locke to 67.1 completion percentage with 5,566 yards, 44 touchdowns, 22 interceptions with 115.2 QBR rating. <sighs> Bruh, I played him one time last year, bro, yeah, and, like, it, it ain't, bro, it ain't many times where it's just been, like, all right, like, I, I don't got nothing for him, let's get to next week, but he, like, rolled out and threw, like, a 95-yard bomb to, uh, <laughs> to KJ oh, Hamler, and I was, like, all right, bro, like, yeah, we're done, <laughs> we're done, <laughs> this game, it's gonna be like he, he could definitely <laughs> throw the ball, man, um, I know people talk about his will, con- his will routes and everything, and, um, you know, I think that he does a really good job of getting to the exact play he wants, especially now that he has hot route master. He can really create whatever he wants. Um, I knew you were going to say that. I knew well, I mean, I, I, won't go, I won't go throw you under the bus. I was just going to say that the hot route master lets him really do, create whatever he wants. Yeah, it um, does. So, and, but he knows, like, he's seen these defenses so many times that it's just hard to create a solid scheme against him. Uh, when he seems to figure something out, but... Um, yeah, it's still tough. It's he's very tough to stop, man. I'm looking forward to when he plays Mole this year, though. That's gonna be uh, probably the game that I'm most locked into. So mm-hmm. yeah, Kmac can throw that thing, man. For sure, and he did it with a pretty, pretty subpar quarterback. I mean, he he's decent now. Like he's definitely a usable quarterback, but he he got him up pretty good. He wasn't too great starting out. And Drew Locke. But speaking of terrible quarterbacks, at number six, we got Hype Mike doing his thing with Trace McSorley, who had a a 71.8% completion rating. He only had uh, 3,986 yards, uh, 37 touchdowns, 26 interceptions with 112.4 QBR. Uh, Trace McSorley wasn't the starter for a good chunk of the season, so that's why he's lower in yards. And... uh, I think I think the reason why he made this list is just because the quarterback he did it with was like so insane to see Trace McSorley like balling out at that level and being so bad. Yeah, I mean, like, how many people in this league could use Trace? Is like, that the end of the list? That's the end of the list, man. Damn, team okay. not on there. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, we could finish talking about hype, Mike, but gosh, that's a yeah. glaring omission. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, Hype Mike, doing everything he did with uh, Trace McStory last year was very impressive. Um, you know, Baker is not looking so hot so far, uh, but I think he'll get that turned around. Um, I think I think at this point he's not relying on just, like, being careful like he did with Trace, if he is with Baker, because he thinks Baker has some radius. To yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a tough sledding to start the year, um, you know. That it seems like Ant has his number, and you know he's also playing a second place schedule, so it's uh it's not gonna be easy. But we'll see if he can turn it around. But um, man, I can't believe P Bandit was left off. Yeah, the list. yeah. Now that you say that, it's pretty crazy. Uh, another another oversight there. I will say the panel that I brought in to you know suggest uh, any further nominations and to vote on it. I tried to bring in fairly newer guys to the league just so it would kind of be unbiased, you know, like nobody has like any, uh, so there was a lot of newer guys. And then, and then I did bring in some longtime guys that are pretty unbiased on overall. 
And I think it was just an oversight of, you know, the newer guys not seeing the full potential of his passing, like what he did with Dwayne Haskins last year. And then uh, did what was uh, Trevor Lawrence's stats last year? Trevor Lawrence went crazy. Uh, well, to start the year. crazy this year, too. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I'm more so meant this year. He, he's going crazy. He was going crazy this year. I think he's leading in passing, I, and his rating is second. So I do think he did start off slow with Trevor Lawrence because I think he was just in the Jags team uh, last season. But I think I know the second half – well, Etienne's opened up so much for his yeah. offense. Let's um, see if I could pull it up from last year, because it was yeah, definitely. Because he didn't have Etienne for the. Yeah, he had the foot fracture. The uh, foot yeah. fracture, so he was done for the year. Um, and then he got it back, and he started off three and zero, including a big win over him. So. Um, yeah, my guess no, is no bench this time either. Maybe he didn't make the the list because of the touchdown to intercession ratio. Looking at last season, uh, he did have sixty seven point three completion percentage, five thousand two hundred and two yards. Um, he was positive in the touchdown interception ratio, but it was close. He had forty one touchdowns and thirty six interceptions. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I can see that then. Yeah. But he's definitely. We know. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a nightmare when he's, like, by season three. Like, he's already a nightmare, but by season three, like, could you imagine? He's only a superstar, right? Mm-hmm. I hope he never gets so. X-Factor. If he gets five abilities, yeah. bro, it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, nah, we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, that could be wild. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to go, because shout-out to T-Bandit, because he is a great passer, so... We got to give him that shout out. But the winner in this uh, in this voting for this nomination, we ended up having K Mac be our winner with Drew Locke. That makes sense. You know, yeah, it's not it's not a surprise at all. Um, yeah. You know, he he balls out. So yeah, Definitely like like you said, he just he just like if he knows the defense, like he knows the routes to beat defenses. So. Um, seen yeah, it do it multiple sure. times setting up the wheel routes and if that's not there you know hit that that deep post and and then he knows when to go underneath he, he's just a solid passer and um he did it with drew Locke last year so that's pretty impressive uh i sure we'll see plenty out of him this year with tom brady like see how even further next level he could go sure. so shout out to k mac he is winning the title of best passer in PML for season one. And moving on to the next one, we just got a few left here now. Uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Uh, we have, next we have the best defensive user. Uh, Cammy, did you want to hop on the best defensive user and go over those nominations? Yeah, I'll go over them. Uh, number one, we got Hype. You know, Hype makes a good defense. That Lions are also, you know, able to, you know, Call some nice formations to stop the passing and right, especially bringing those safeties down. Yeah, I think he uh, kind of was the one of the first people to really want well, no, him in that. And then I mean Q was in there too, but um, you know just really making um, that a a thing you had to contend with. And he's he's always had a good defense going back to having the Chargers, but to be able to still do it with the Lions is pretty impressive sure yeah for sure and he goes out and he gets the guys that he knows will work with them just like just like trace mcsorley even though like everybody else would have thought he was a bum 
he knew that you would work for his system and he does the same thing going out and getting trades like uh who's that really fast white guy he got <laughs> um what position does he play Troy, Troy Apke that's what that's who oh, Troy, oh, Troy Apke okay. yeah from the yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good pickup. Yeah, so he's going out and he's getting the speed that he needs. He doesn't have the best linebackers or anything like that, so he's making it happen with the you know kind of subpar guys. So shout out to Hype Mike. Yeah. Hype Mike? He's not even a good player. He's just got the speed. Yeah. That's all that takes sometimes. Yeah. And then at uh, number two, we got CEO. Um CEO's got a really good defense. He usually knows what's coming when he sees the formation. Playing against CEO is pretty tough. Yeah, I was gonna say he's probably one of the best film watchers I know. Like he'll he'll literally be on his stream and he'll call out like, "Oh, yeah. I think I, I think I know what this play is." And then you know, a lot of times he'll he'll get it right. He'll get it right and shut down what they what they were going for. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely yeah, one of the better um, film watchers in the league. Def- I definitely agree with you. Um, CEO does his homework. He knows what you like to run. It's just a matter of where c- can he stop it or not. Um, yeah, he. I definitely agree with him being on this list. And then at number three, you know, we got the Super Bowl winner, Mole. You know, you look at his defense, and it's probably – I think he understands how Madden defense works the best. He uses it to his advantage better than anyone in this league. Man, listen, DeForest Buckner <laughs> having 22, did he have 22 sacks or was it night? However many yeah. sacks DeForest Buckner had lining up in the defensive tackle spot and then also being, you know, a top defense in terms of interceptions and takeaways. Mo just does it all, man. Um, it was that, it's that auditorial, man, because you know what? Lately in PML, it's really unheard of to have a 16 sacks season. Yeah, and Brad... <laughs> Way more than that. So because I remember people used to have like thirty sacks a season. Now people can barely get over fifteen. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's yeah. very tough. So shout out to Mo, man. Just racking up the nominations. Mm-hmm. And at number four, we got King Mike. You know, King Mike is very, you know, he's very unique on defense. He'll just call like, you know, he'll say, "Fuck it, I'll put cover one on Tyree Kill," and sometimes it'll work out in his favor. But you know, he has a really good defense. And, you know, he watches film. So, you know, he has a good scheme, and he uses that D-line to his advantage. That D-line is ridiculous, bro. Um, <laughs> two 90s on the, the D-tackle spots, Montez Sweat with, like, 93 speed. And then... uh, You got Chase Young on it, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Very ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure you got two X-Factors on Allen. Yeah, he and you know he got Jamin Davis, who's like ninety three speed. Six so yeah, he, yeah, he does yeah. those guys up well and gets the team built up too. Yeah, trades sure. yeah. trades the defensive tackle he doesn't need for you know top one pick. Yes. <laughs> shout out, shout out to him, man. Shout out to Goose, my guy. And then, yeah. uh, at number five, K-Mac. I played K-Mac in preseason. I'm like, damn, man, it's preseason. What are you telling this defense for? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, we're just chucking the rock for fun, bro. Like, <laughs> K-Mac, K-Mac has uh, a very good defense. He understands, like, I think he understands kind of formation-wise. He sees your formations like, all right, he's in. 
and uh, you know, K Mac is a very good. Yeah, I feel like anyone from a, a a comp background from like that, like they're good at setting up pressure, bringing heat. They know when to bring it. Uh, they know, you know, yeah. the drops that they need to make and everything. So it's it's tough to play those defensive. I I feel that way about K Mac, and uh, this this next one we got coming up as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, at six we got problem right. You know, exact same as K Mac. You know, like uh, Molly said. Problem right, you know, it's just it's an issue on defense. It's hard to it's hard to move the ball at all because most of the time he knows what you're doing. And they also play uh, defense with their offense. It's like they bring so much pressure. Like you know, they're gonna be so efficient on offense that like it's almost like a, a, a extra pressure when you're playing against them when they're on defense. I will say this about problem. I don't know if we've seen his full defense yet. Cause like, there's times where he's not clicking on the guys. Maybe that's part of his thing. But like he like when the ball's in the air, like he just won't be clicking on the guys um, and stuff like that. So I mean, I still feel like he might have more in the bag. Um, hopefully, we see it this year. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree that his defense is tough to stop. And um, K Max too, and it's it's hard to move the ball. Yeah, we. I, I mean, we know problem. He, he was one of the guys that said, you know, playing playing without ball hawk is trash. He had a couple. He had a couple. Remember, he had a couple big losses where he should have had a pick, but his guy came forward and stuff like that. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely this season should be even more efficient. Yeah, for sure. At, at number seven, we got our man Cookie Boy. You know, even with the Texans, you know. He can still, you know, use that defense in such a unique way. This man finds ways to get sacks with the most, like, wild players. Like, Like, out of – defense completely different. If you go look at Cook's roster, like, he has guys that fit his scheme everywhere. Like, I was like, dang, he's got four free safeties. Mm-hmm. And they all probably play some type of role at some point. Like he, he's his roster construction and just how he builds his team to suit his needs is always crazy. And you know, shout out to Noble for trading in Roquan for for pennies on the dollar. So you know, yeah, we know Cook he's got a great great user as well. Like not only with you know taking away passing lanes, but also you know we've seen what he did when he had. Uh, who was the guy that was hit, uh, hit sticking everybody and making a phone? Caden Stearns, when he had Caden oh Stearns. Oh, my God, bro. So, yeah, like, I hope he never gets the Caden So, I mean, Roquan might be that. So, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but he definitely knows how to draw up pressure and co- cover the field well. So, Cookie definitely up there. For sure. For sure. Who we got next? Duh. You there, Cammy? Um, oh, well, my bad, my bad. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you fall asleep um, on it? <laughs> no, so at number eight, we got Q. And, you know, that Rams roster on defense, is, you know, I feel like outside of, like, you know, two players, it's not that great. But it's really it's not. Great. It's not that great. We got I mean, Noah Dawkins. are great, though. <laughs> He went and got Noah Dawkins, and it boosted him tremendously. Yeah, yeah. That was a good move. But those two players, 
like you know they they're excellent but like besides that you know he uses them so well you know he, he makes sure the game plan around them crazy defense around the two players I personally always struggle against Q. I don't know if it's because, like, I don't know what it is, but he just knows where I'm going to pass it, and he's always there. <laughs> when I play Q, Q, believe it or not, watches a lot of game film, too. And if it's not game film, he's watching um, he's watching your games, like, while they're live. So, um, yeah. Knows, he, yeah. He, he definitely likes to key in on tendencies and everything, so. And he then, definitely uh, belongs on this list. Yeah, definitely does. At number nine, we got Fallen. Um, bit of surprise to me, you know. Definitely believe he's a good defensive user. Um, but you know, that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't watch enough of his games last I, season. I don't yeah. think to actually speak on it. But I know I've watched a couple games this season. His defense have made some big plays this year to uh, clutch clutch games for him. But last season, uh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't watch enough to really say for sure. But uh, he was Did nominated. Did you play him at all last season? Uh, nah, I didn't play him, unfortunately. Um, but it's interesting. Season one, uh, I don't think I didn't. I don't personally think he was known for his defense, but. Hey, I mean, I didn't watch all of his games. I mean, in the past, either, he so. has been been known. You know, he was that guy who, like, you know, when he had the Texans, like, he would lurk you with Justin Reeds by, like, hanging yeah. out hanging yeah, out yeah, down yeah, low yeah. and then popping back real quick and you get that lurk because you could jump 10 feet in the air and pick it off. But, but uh, sure. yeah, I didn't hear too much about it last season. But, obviously, some he caught some eyes because he got nominated here. Yep. And then at uh, number 10, we got uh, Hefe. And, you know, I believe he was a good defensive player. I mean, look what he did in the Super Bowl. He held Mole to a pretty low amount of points compared to what Mole was used to putting up. Uh, that uh, Packers defense is kind of loaded. It is loaded. It is loaded. But you know yeah. what? There, You know, there's teams or there's users who would have that Packers defense would do the same as I agree. I agree with you there. Yeah, he was definitely yeah, up had, there. You had they had to take that into account. Some people were not. For sure. For he sure. Was, he, he definitely got there. the benefit of the doubt with that. But yeah, he, he was up there in sacks. He yeah. was up there in turnovers. So he's up there in sacks this year too. I think Sean Gary has like thirteen. Yeah, yeah, he is beasting. Yeah. But yeah, for so. Sure. The winner for uh, best defensive user is you no know, the Super Bowl winner Mole. There's any complaints about that? Um, Mole. Yeah, I mean, Mole. No Mole does his thing. Yeah, no matter the team, I think Mole will. I think you can give him the text and he'll still, just like Cookie does, do his thing. Agreed. Yeah, Mole. I mean, Mole. He knows everything there is to know about zone yeah. drops and putting putting guys in the right place, uh, disguising coverage, what, whatever you need to know. User in the Forrest Buckner making him look like a complete savage. Uh, I I don't have any complaints of this win at all. But I know I know Z, you got a we got one more, but I know Z's got to call it a night. But I just wanted to ask you before you head out, uh, do you have any anything to say about this best defensive user? Where you, you kind of have any qualms about you not being being on that list? 
Um, nah, man. I, mean, no. <laughs> I think that I think that was the oversight that I I noticed this year. I I definitely would have put Z on on here if 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 I could go back and and do that. You know, um, it's um the yeah, it's a, it's a panel of ten people. So you know, that's their opinion. Um, yeah, I think we just gotta continue to play good football. So yeah, man. Um, I I, I definitely agree that a lot of the people that were on this list belonged on this list so you know i don't have any complaints and i also started off two and four so yeah that probably has something to do with it too <laughs> i hear you i hear you well hey we appreciate you joining us for the time that you could tonight and uh thanks for for giving us your time and we'll catch catch up with you another time man you have a good night for sure bro i appreciate you having me on this was a lot of fun yeah yeah it was good having you bro have a good night you too and with that, guys, we can go ahead and move into the final final category we have there, which is going to be the best team builder. We all know that one of the one of the best parts of PML is being able to do five seasons and being able to compete with other teams as far as free agency, rookie scouting, drafts, the whole deal, and building your team up. So for this one, we're going to highlight some of the best team builders and pick a winner there. Um, starting off that list, we have Cookie Boy. Um, Cookie Boy is, you know, pretty much infamous as a, as a team builder. Uh, we know Caden Stearns from previous cycles. He's always gone out, made good trades. Uh, he always has good drafts. He'll find guys in free agency like Raheem Mostert just chilling in, in there for free at, <laughs> at, at midnight, you know. So uh, he, he somehow makes all the right, finds all the best roster moves to make. So there, there's Cookie Boy as number one. Yeah, I will say this. I, I believe that Caden Stearns was the original reason why uh, PML had like a Hall of Fame for players. And uh, I, I, I don't think we ever continued the Hall of Fame after that, but I know he was a major reason why they uh, made a Hall of Fame. Yeah, I could definitely see that coming as like a, a, a an immersion system thing, maybe. Yeah. Maybe having you know almost like a bit of a, a PML legacy thing, kind of like they have in Madison uh, in Madden, but you know with your your overall PML career, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, de- uh, Cookie definitely made some crazy moves to to put that kind of thing in motion, like having a Hall of Fame. Number two, we have uh, JT the Commish. Uh, of course, he's got to be on there because. You know, JT is always known as Season 5 JT because, you know, early on he's working on the draft classes. He's working on uh, stuff like the immersion system, just adding features to the league. So it's a little hard for him to focus a lot of time. But one thing he's always been super efficient at is building his team for when he is ready to fully focus on the game. He has just like an absolute monster team. He's a great team builder. Uh, he drafts well and he finds a way to do that fairly even though he makes the draft class like he never like goes too crazy but he always gets guys that fit his scheme and builds them up to you know by season four season five to be just absolute monsters yeah i definitely appreciate that about jt like if you wanted to you could take the best player in every position no matter what but you know he just drafts towards his uh scheme you know like and that's like that's such a valuable thing when it comes to a, an, an owner for a league. And um, he does it so good. You know, he builds a team so well. Like, he, he creates, like, every every cycle, he always has, like, three running backs. who are already up to, like, almost 90 over. 
like a whole committee. He has like a whole. He builds it really good. And he finds a way to use all of them somehow. So it's not like. Yeah, I know. It's not like he's just abusing. Yeah, he's not just building up guys to build them up. He actually finds a way to use them. So. Uh, moving on to number three, we have Neff, which we know Neff, you know, he's pretty much the king of the attribute request. He conquers that channel. Uh, he's constantly doing the breakfast show in his series to build up those content points. And he's always putting it towards building his team, making them better. And he pays a lot of attention to the drafts, the college content, anything he can to give him that extra edge in the draft and building his team. And he really focuses on storylines and uh, working towards his scheme as well. He's another one of those guys like JT. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely can build up a player growth that could maybe uh, draft a little bit better with your higher picks. Don't pick Jordan Davis. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he can definitely build a team. He definitely knows what attributes to build on for players. You know? I think that team would be certainly come season yeah, he definitely – he's had some misses in drafting. Like he had that running back last cycle that he picked in the first round that was like a 60-something overall. Yeah. But to and his credit, him, he'll make him he work. Made, yeah, yeah he he'll that use it. Back look good yeah, after so, a while. He haunted him up to like an 80 overall. Yeah, got him abilities and the whole deal, so he'll do that. So like, it's not yeah. like even if he misses, he's still going to make that guy an important part of his team and build him up to what he needs it for. Um, at number four, we got King Mike and the Washington football team. I think King Mike, he's just, he's just, you know, he'll get the trades that he needs. He's a stiffler on trades. He won't, he won't bend or break. But once he gets the trade that he wants, you know, he's good at getting trades that are good for his team, like he did with Ionitis, uh, a position he didn't really need. He's already built on that line, and he'll turn it into something that he can use for his team and build them up and. He's also really good at getting devs and stuff like that as well. Antonio Gibson, he he got looking nice season one. Uh, for anyone in PML, don't trade with Mike. He's a fucking con artist, right? <laughs> don't ever. If he offers you a deal, don't accept it because he's a con artist. Man, this guy, strong this words. guy, this guy will never offer you. A, never. No, I love Mike. You know, um, <laughs> he he did a great job. With, I mean, just looking at the Washington football team is the other way that he had the pick. He traded down four spots, got another pick in the draft, and got the QB he originally wanted. Like, that is just crazy yeah. good. That is crazy good general magic. That was even definitely, like, the move of the yeah. of the draft. Like, that was crazy. Even, even if he didn't expect to get the quarterback, that move was just a really good move. Because, you know what, he, he did exactly everything he needed to make that team succeed yeah and there was multiple teams in front of him that could have took the quarterback but he traded Mm -hmm. back and still got the same guy that everyone thought he was going to get at number one yeah great gm and so that's why mike's up there at number five we got d lloyd um he's just another one like like neff you know he's the king of the uh tribute request he'll take those points build those guys up um get darnell moss looking like a savage He'll get, yeah. you know, Mad Max Crosby out there doing his thing, looking like a savage, getting him abilities. Love to see it, Raider Nation, baby. Uh, so shout out to Deloitte for just being a, a good general manager. Who He's he's probably one of the best guys for the draft because he does the college stuff and he's really knowledgeable on that stuff. And he'll help you out as well. He doesn't just keep that knowledge to himself and, and be greedy with it. He'll help everybody out to, to help build their team as well. But uh, he's, he's a really good general manager. Yeah. 
with D. Lloyd's, you know, he knows how to box. You know, look at what he did with the Bucks on the season. Although they were, you know, a pretty low, he, he kept them loaded. He brought in good prospects. He built them up. I mean, just, I mean, crazy. And he's going to do the same with the Raiders this year. You know, he's taking his time. You know, there's a lot more holes to fill, but he's filling them slowly but surely. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Deloitte. And at number six, the final one we got for this best team builder, we got Hype Mike on there. And of course, we know why he's on there. I mean, he's he gets what works for his team. He goes out and finds that personnel like Troy Apke we talked about before. Um, he made the move to move the better quarterback and use the lower overall quarterback, which generally would be a bad move. But for him, he made it work. He knows his style. And he's going to build his team around his style. He's going to go out there. He's going to wheel and deal and trade and get the pieces that he needs. Um, he's a, I, I had some trade talks with him. He's really easy to talk trades with. Um, he doesn't get too stingy. And uh, he, he just knows what's going to work for his team, and he'll go out and get it. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, he might ask for some uh, outrageous pieces on your team. <laughs> but, you know, he, he's definitely someone good to trade. Yeah. Don't yeah. ever try to uh, offer you some crappy deal. He gives you the best offer, I think, out of anyone in PML. Um, even though it's hard to trade with him because he is a really good him. But, um, yeah, you know what he did with that Lions team? Even though I don't fully agree that he gave away all his first, um, I think the pieces he brought to his team were very good. Yeah, for sure. Just what he did alone with the record and having that team. I would yeah. say, for me personally, I think I think the Lions is probably the most, one of the more difficult teams to start out with in season one. Yeah. Uh, and he just brought in Tyler Boyd, too. Yeah, yeah. So he's still making big moves for the team. So definitely well-deserving yeah. of being on the best team builder. Uh, but we're going to go to our winner, who, of course, is the one and only Cookie Boy. Um I pretty much saw this coming. Uh, I, I this is who I would have picked, Cookie Boy. He's me too. He's good at getting devs. He's good at drafting. He's good at uh, finding finding the free agents. Uh, he's good at trading. He's a trade wizard. So uh, shout out to Cookie. Definitely deserving of the uh, best team builder. I mean, man, if you get a second in uh, Rokon Smith or uh, Philip Lindsay and Brendan Cooks, you deserve a. Yeah, yeah, a couple aging guys. Uh, he t turned into young, young talent. Shout out to Cookie. So that pretty much that pretty much wraps it up, man. That's the end of the year awards. I hope you guys all enjoyed this special episode of Madden After Dark. Uh, just wanted to you know highlight you guys from season one. Hopefully next season we can do this again and get it out a little bit earlier. Get it out before the off season ends, so it's nice and fresh. Right now we're already pretty pretty uh, deep into week or season two so uh i hope this is still interesting and cool for you guys and you enjoy it and uh cam you got anything else to say before we we call it no not, nothing just don't chew with uh king mike <laughs> <laughs> always got to come with the king mike this man i love king mike yes it's why. all it's all love it's all love uh so this is mally signing out from cali wish y'all good luck in season two unless you're playing me i hope you lose and uh have a good one